Hello, Big Daddy. From the latest in real estate to the hottest in pop culture, this is the Big Daddy Radio Show. Now, along with his panel of experts, here's your host, one of San Diego's finest real estate agents, Big Daddy Brian Garrity. I love that part. (laughs) Anyways, welcome, folks. We're back on Big Daddy Radio here on ESPN 1700, coming to you live every week at 2 o'clock on Wednesdays, hump day, for those of you. Is there even a hump day? Not when you're in real estate, there's not, because you're working on weekends and everything else. But, you know, for that Monday to Friday, it's a hump day. Um, you can, we have our beautiful panelists. Amanda Silver has taken to be on maternity leave and she will be coming back in as a guest several months from now. So a lot of love to her and a lot of thanks to her for her year support on the panel. I know she'll be missed by all of us and certainly by many of the listeners, all of the listeners. But we are so blessed to have the lovely Michelle Montiel stepping in with us. Welcome again. And how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm fabulous. Always fabulous when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Micah Ellis Baena, yes, yes, our yes. director of all things social and media. He can help you out with any of that great stuff. He's really amazing at what he does. And we have Duran Ellis from Garrity Group. Hey, Derby. Hi. All right, I'm Brian Garrity, your host, and if you want to get in contact with any of our panelists, all you need to do is go to BigDaddyRadio.com and uh, fill out a contact form. We always respond to the emails. We try to as quickly as possible, never more than a few days, if not within 24 hours. Um, And you can go to our Facebook page. And be sure if you do go visit us there and you engage, there's a lot of great topicality, uh, just a myriad of issues, pop culture stuff that uh, Michael is so great for posting. Uh, but be sure to like us on Facebook. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's Big Daddy's Radar. All right. So it is radar time, folks. That's right. Of course, Sunday night was the Golden Globes for all of you who watched the 2016 Golden Globes. I can't believe we're already in another award season. It's like crazy. Right? Time just evaporates like crazy. And we'll want to talk about that in some of the more memorable uh, exchanges of the evening. I'm sorry. I just think Ricky Gervais is hilarious. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of people that are up in arms this week about some of the things. And it's like, get over yourself. He's a comedian for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it goes back to our culture becoming so crazy, PC, you know, to the point where it's just, you, you can't even take a joke, for goodness sake. Um, very tragic weekend. Uh, David Bowie, rock, pop, you know, musical, fashion, uh, just all around uh, cultural legend, uh, passed at the age of 69. We send our prayers out to his family and to his lovely wife, Iman, who I'm sure is just devastated like 
uh, most of the world. I mean, David Bowie was on the forefront of, you know, gender bending, you know, just doing all, experimenting with all types of music. I mean, he was just a real trendsetter. We're going to talk about that today as well. Uh, last night was President Obama's final State of the Union. Uh, he's pro- <laughs> you know, he's counting those days. He's got like one year and one week, and he's like, I'm done. <laughs> so, and I, I really uh, felt that. I was cracking up, though. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, my God. I went to high school with that guy, and I forgot Senator uh, Army Barry, he's up north, um, was in there and they caught him on TV a couple times and oh I was gosh, like how crazy. yeah yeah and he, he's a good guy he's actually a doctor who decided to go into politics another outsider yes so um, <laughs> he's very but he's a very balanced guy and the Supreme, the Supreme Court had ruled that Florida death penalty system is unconstitutional if we get to that we will talk about it as well as the EPA rejecting Volkswagen's U.S. diesel repair plant. We all know that Amanda cares about that one. So I know. It was like, <laughs> that was one, I mean, one week too late. I know yeah. that, that. So, you know, what they did was just so, just, it was fraudulent, what they did. Really? So, I mean, they've yeah. got they've got a lot of making up to do, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. I mean, what is your take on it, Bestie? Oh. I just hope that I get a discount on my next Volkswagen. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the TDI like Amanda, poor Amanda, but uh, I'm looking to get a new one pretty soon. So hopefully that'll be some deals coming the way after to try to make it up to the American population. I would there. think so. <laughs> I would guess. Uh, yeah, I would yeah. think that like the sign, that sign and drive is going to be a real good sign and drive. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah. with two, maybe. And it's, 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 yeah, really, two right. for the price of one. Please get these off Why our lot. Get one free. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. But Volkswagen's it, BOGO sale. Right. It's unfortunate. You know, I just say it's like, who knows what some of these car manufacturers do. It's like anything else. Volkswagen got caught. Yes. I'm not saying yeah. that all car manufacturers do that or whatever, but. But it does make you think. It, it makes, makes you, you yeah, double check gonna, when you're buying a car. To, I for agree. Sure. You really got to. Yeah. stop and wonder about these companies like manipulating data etc mm-hmm. but let's go back to the the golden globes mm-hmm. um that were sunday night <laughs> i felt like uh you know ricky gervais is getting a whole lot of flack for uh several different moments during the night he was the host. I thought he was pretty hysterical. I love I, him. I yeah, really do. I mean, I, I just thought have. it was funny. Yeah. I, I didn't find anything wrong with his interaction <laughs> with Mel Gibson. I no. thought that that was right on. I loved it. It was perfect. Um, three years ago, him and Mel Gibson had had a not-so-warm-and-loving interchange. <laughs> and, you know, he had the cojones to play on it. I thought that yeah. was perfect. Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Mel Gibson anyway, so uh, I think he's a little yeah, bit of a... I'm definitely... Yeah. You know, people were like, they took away from Mel Gibson's moment. You know, <laughs> Mad Max was his franchise, and he was like, Mel Gibson's had plenty of moments. Yeah, he has. He's had many moments. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't Too think many. they were taking away from <laughs> his many, moment. Sure. I think maybe the Jewish population would have their own opinion of Mel Gibson. Uh, mm. Anyways. Yeah. So, the... Best and worst moments of the night. Lady Gaga to me, of course. I thought Winning. she carried herself with class. Oh, she Chilling was phenomenal. It. She did. And she looked so beautiful. She did. Right? Yeah. And classy. And classy. And they covered like, all her tattoos. 
Yes. And uh, yeah, that's what I was like. It's, yeah, there you go. I knew she has tattoos. Her makeup artist covered all of her tattoos. He did a phenomenal job. I didn't even think about that. I, I didn't either until you noticed yeah. the image. Beautiful, Such Michelle Montiel. Great point. <laughs> I did. That makes sense because I was like, something seemed off. I didn't know what it was. Not yeah. that I'm thinking about her tattoos, but it just something it seemed a little bit off. Yeah. Well, right. I saw a picture online and it was, um, she was in a black dress at both the um, Golden Globes and then I think it was, gosh, I'm trying to remember which other award show it was. The SAG but, Awards? I, maybe. I forget. But anyway, mm. recently. And there was a picture of her in the, in the first black dress and it was like, you know, all, all her tattoos. Oh, and right. then at the Golden Globe, she, she couldn't, you didn't see any because her makeup artist just covered. I mean, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was, I mean, she looked classy. She's, you know, she's a very, very, very smart, smart gal. Mm-hmm. It's like anytime people are giving her anything less than credit for her intelligence probably should question their own. But I mean, seriously, she's definitely has an IQ on her. She's extremely talented and she's well spoken. And I feel and like twenty nine. Right. And she's so young. Yeah. yeah. I mean she got her golden globe. I I think it was deserved. I, I gotta tell you then uh Taraji P. Henson too, another uh, one yeah. of my favorites. That was with Viola Davis, but yeah, and there was uh, Viola Davis, Taraji P. Henson. There was another one in that category, but I love Cookie on Empire, and I think she's made that. And that was her first win, right? Yeah, Yeah. so So that was well deserved, very well deserved. And I loved her comment too. Wasn't that funny? It was hilarious. (laughs) It was hilarious. She was hysterical. She was like, "I've waited twenty years for this. You can wait." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, twenty seconds, right? Are you going to give me twenty seconds? Yeah, Yeah. I loved it. It was great. It was one of those things where she has been in so many things. She's a definite character actress. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, been in a ton of roles. Way before that and, show. Right. Yeah. And it Empire came along and it just struck a chord with the public. I, I, I can't get enough cookie. I love her. <laughs> I love her on that show. I love the way that I think they couldn't have cast it any better. I forget there was another actress that was up for that role and I'm so glad they put her in there. She was perfect. Um, they said when she came in, they actually did read-throughs for that role and they said that when she came in that they just... After she walked out, they all looked at each other and were like, we just found our cookie. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, she's She's just really amazing. Spunk and attitude and just she's she's beautiful and she I love her. I've always loved her. But, yeah, I agree. That role is fit for her. And I thought, like, what did you think of her comment about like, well, I guess the public really does take to reality uh, you know like as someone serving 17 years in prison for drugs I just thought like she was did you hear her tell the person to get off her train by the way yes what they were standing on her dress yeah Yeah, oh I didn't hear that get off my train oh my god you know what's funny that kept happening because trains were there a lot of gals were wearing trains this year and I kept noticing that happened she was just the only one that said something oh my gosh I think Jay got stepped on or somebody well, else. Well, my train got stepped on at my wedding. Oh, really? And to the point where I couldn't even dance. So my girlfriends literally, like, they just cut my they cut my train off. Oh. Well, I was on the dance floor and trying to have a good time and people kept stepping on it and I was, like, getting frustrated, you know, and I'm like, you know what? You're never going to wear this thing again. They got out the scissors and cut it off. I was like, hey, nice. That's a practical <laughs> fix right there. It's perfect. <laughs> So they had, and I don't know what your guys take, some of the peculiar observations 
about the Golden Globe was Lady Gaga going up to get her uh, award and walking by Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Did you just he, say Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> no, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Um, Are you not a fan of his? I think he's all right. Oh, okay. I think he's, I don't know, I guess. He's great. Um, that was so not nice. It was It was nasty. so not nice. It was nice. nasty, yeah. And, it, you know, I felt like it seemed to feel uppity. If he thought he was being funny, it didn't come across that way to me. It really didn't. I don't know. It just, it felt like he was exerting his better than like and he, well he even pointed at her and it's like so snickered it was really it was, yeah, I, it was, I was re- pretty shocking really I thought well you know after all he is a leading actor and he's been in many <laughs> leading roles in many popular movies and it's just I think Leonardo in his diminutive 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 stature is very full of himself yeah small I, man syndrome I mean there's a little Napoleon complex yeah exactly on. I actually really like him I just saw I, his new movie Revenant and wow. That- so interesting. They wow. We're talking about it. So yeah. there's people that, um, so do you think it's Academy Award worthy? It's one of the best early. movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It's really? phenomenal. It's a work of art. It's it's brilliant. It's He's brilliant in it. The film is brilliant. It's, Tom Brady it's in super it. intense. I went with a girlfriend and we were like, you know, like in each other's laps almost the whole movie because <laughs> it's so intense. It's very bloody, you know. Um, the story is amazing. It, it's, it, it's a must see, in my opinion. And I see why he won for Best Actor and I see why that film won. It was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah, he's got a lot of Academy Award buzz going on. Well, I, I was just going to say, first on the Gaga issue thing, I, it's so hard to see. Like, it, it, it did look horrible, but it's such a little, like, snapshot of a moment that you don't even really know the context. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Well, it's he hard did to... come out and say that he, he, it wasn't intentional and that he was snickering or laughing about something else with someone at his table. And because the room was so tight, she bumped him in his elbow. And startled him. And it kind of startled him. And yeah. he says he didn't mean to do it on purpose. And I guess they whooped it up at the at the party afterwards and we're laughing about it. So mm-hmm. I don't That's know. Kinda, and Gaga's not the type I, yeah. to ever take anything like that personal anyway. And no, she totally said no. it was She's fine. such She's a class act. Well, and, and if anything, if anything, it just made the whole, her night even more special and more, more of a focus on her winning because of that. Correct. You know? But I think, sorry, I meant to say also that I think Leonardo DiCaprio deserved to win. I, I haven't seen The Revenant, but I keep hearing amazing, amazing things about it. On top of the fact that he has had like a dozen incredible performances and in the never last won. couple of years. And never won. Never won. Never won. And I've seen them all. So I know that he yeah. really is a kick He's the real actor. deal, I think. I have to agree. Oh. He's a great actor. I yeah. do think he's a little full of himself. But. Well, yeah. But. <laughs> but does that mean he deserves to win? Even he, Shouldn't he have won then for pastoral? I would want to see the movie before I made that determination. I would, I would too. want to say he, yeah. he deserves to win just because he hasn't won before. That I agree. That makes sense. No, that's yeah. totally true. No, I, I, th- I think he right. won on the merits of his performance and the movie. I mean, it was f- phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, like Wolf of Wall Street and stuff. I mean, he's been in some Titanic. Yeah. He's been Inception. In just amazing, I mean, amazing. The Departed. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, that movie movies. was incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think about um, 
it was Eva Longoria, uh, Eva Longoria, and <laughs> America. America for oh my God, I loved that. They part. were hysterical. I thought that was great. I think a lot of people missed it, but if you are plugged in at all with pop culture, and if you're watching the Golden Globes, you. I would assume you kind of are, or you should be. Yes. But I, what did you think about that, Michael? No, I thought it made a, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was also made a point. You know, a lot, of, a lot of Latina actresses get sort of put into a stereotype when they get they don't get the next same recognition as as that they should. So yeah. I think it was yeah, really a good old. point. It was a nice way to do it. I did see you liked it. Oh, and I, yeah, and I love both of them. They're yeah. awesome. Oh, Have yeah. you watched Eva Longoria's new show, it's, Telenovela? Nah, yeah, no, I think <laughs> it. Is, no. is it only two episodes in? No, West? it's like, it four, like four, four or five. Yeah, four or five now. No, it's on I Hulu. Need to watch it, yeah. Yeah, I need to watch it. Hysterical. Like it it just makes fun of everything that is a telenovela in the best sense. Like it's yeah. It's not like being, you know, it's not being mean to telenovelas, but it's also just like making fun of all the silliness that goes on. And, and telenovelas yeah. are, uh, over the you top. know, dramatic. Over the top, yeah. Over the top, yeah. Soap <laughs> opera type, you know, show. She, so. does a, she does a good job. She, and she, you know, Evelyn Gray is such an intelligent human being anyway. Same She's so. so wonderful. I love her. I really respect and admire her. But it's great. She does a great job of dumbing it down, the show down to be silly and to really make fun of it. It's, it's in a yeah. nice way. It's yeah. fun. The funniest, the funniest thing is I hadn't seen it, but this morning, right before I was getting ready to leave, I saw like five minutes of it. Yeah. Because Wes, I was like, oh, I want to watch that. And I was just watching like five minutes. No, I can't, I can't start here and get start getting sucked into it, but they were showing uh, where she was comparing herself to another actress. Oh, and, right. You know, this actress had all this, but I did this. Right. And, and all her stuff was more minor, but she was trying to make it. You know what I'm talking about? I do, that's I do. That's the most okay. recent episode. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so that's uh, definitely something we need to catch up on. My, fa- my favorite. Laughs. No, it's great. My favorite thing in the whole show is the whole, the wind factor. Everyone yes. has wind blowing in their face. That's it's hilarious. Hilarious. So, <laughs> it, we, that's on high recommendation for people. Tell yes. Novella if you haven't checked it out. It's cute. And she's also uh, produced Devious Maids, mm-hmm. which is with Mark Cherry, who did Desperate Housewives, which really catapulted her to yeah. fame. Um, it, that Devious Maids is such a great series. If you've not seen it, and put it on your bucket list of things to watch, because you can get all the seasons. I We love it. I don't know. Maybe it's our guilty no, pleasure. No, no, no. That's no, one I have I, not seen yet. Not one it's episode. Yeah. awesome. Is it? I, I need to get caught up big time. I haven't watched enough lately but we did Luis and I started watching it and it is so good it's do so you good. Michelle watch that have you seen that I've at all? never seen it it's worth it's worth it yeah because you can marathon it too oh I, I love to marathon things so anyway it's just so honestly juicy. it's well written and it's did you like when they had Desperate Housewives? Did you? Yes, like I loved that. I was addicted. Okay, so then just it's like just take the creator of that along with Eva Longoria, and the focus is on a group of Hispanic maids. It's, it's oh, it sounds an hilarious. A plus show. <laughs> It really is. So with that, folks, we're going to go to break. You're on Big Daddy Radio here on ESPN 1700. We're every Wednesday at 2 o'clock, and we're so glad you're here with us today. Welcome 2016, and we'll be right back. All right. We are back on Big Daddy Radio here 
on ESPN 1700 every Wednesday at 2 o'clock. The new drive time, which I've now been saying for two years. But <laughs> it seems to be coming really, really a lot more the new drive time as weeks go by. But we were talking about the Golden Globes prior to going to break. And, you know, part of the takeaway from this is um, Ricky Gervais got a lot of backlash depending on what outlets you're looking at, other than Fox News, which we all know is a joke. <laughs> but the, um, the, depending on which yeah. outlet you're getting your information from, um, it, they, they took a lot of pot shots at him. And it's like, he's not hired to sit there and read cards. He's, sit, he's hired to entertain. And if you're going to be a public figure, hey, you're opening yourself up to get some jabs taken at you, unfortunately. Yeah. And I don't think there was anything meant ill-intended. No, I don't think so either. Well, even the Mel Gibson comment. Mel Gibson came out and was totally being, he was party to the joke. He didn't care. You the, could tell he was being. I guess the transgender community has issues yeah, because. Some people are just so thin-skinned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that about the transphobic jokes about Caitlyn Jenner. I'm sorry. I I personally was laughing, so yeah. if that makes me a bad person, then shoot me. We've given him pl- her shoot plenty me. of advice. Yeah. Well, uh, that's plenty of advice, plenty of credit, and plenty of promotion on this show. So, I mean, but yes. I did find Ricky Gervais to be very funny when it came to that. Um, the thing with award shows, which leads us really into kind of, I'm curious to what you guys think. And... If you watch Fox News, it's okay. But you know it's all made up, right? I watch Fox News. I also watch CNN. I go back I go before, back yeah, and balance. forth. Balance. Because, you know, Fox News, where they make stuff up. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, I'm just kidding. Are you kidding? My family, they're all like, Fox News is crazy. I'm like, you're okay. That's good. <laughs> well, um, I watch more, way more CNN than I do Fox News. I like News. CNN, yeah. So, um, <laughs> the... Big thing is we've talked about it, people being so sensitive, and I understand, but at the same time, it's like, you know, there's a point where political correctness has its place, and there's a point in society now where it's almost like, I mean, you just can't say anything without people taking offense. Or I know. Like, I have such a hard time with that because I'm so not PC. <laughs> oh, we mean you're in the same boat. Are you kidding? I'm like, oh, my like, gosh. Filter, filter, I guess filter. I better be careful. I have no filter. But we're also, but, but that's also our personality, and there's no ill intent meant either. Correct. I, I think, you know, PC is one thing, ill intent is another thing. Agreed. Yeah. There's 100%. a there's a major difference from that that you can see, especially in the, going back to social media, we've had this conversation well, before. Fine. You know, we people like for, for Ricky Gervais's jokes is one thing. But then you see people deliberately attacking people because of like feeling hateful. That's a different thing. Right. Honorably. I mean I'm, there's you a know, different thing. That's a completely different thing. And people sometimes don't necessarily Recognize the difference, and Sometimes. they should. I, being I mean, mean, I'm not mean, the time. <laughs> you know, I'm not politically correct all the time, but I'm not mean spirited at all. No, right? You know, Never. so but I'm not. I don't sugarcoat a lot, so it gets me in trouble sometimes. Well, I have nothing wrong with So there's no worries. There's I think it's great. We already that. know. We know where you 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 guys stand. You know, that's good. I mean, well, yeah. and that sorry. No, that's fine. That's the thing, especially with someone like Ricky Gervais. He was not making a comment about the entire trans community. He was making a comment about Caitlyn Jenner. Period. End of story. Stop taking everything so personally. Right. Like, 
Get over and, it. And the jokes were funny. They were hilarious. You know, I'm sure Caitlin herself was even laughing. I'm, I'm sure, sure she was, too. That, that's the best part, is like probably the person themselves were, because I didn't see a lot of backlash from um, the participants. I did catch a snippet, because I always record The View, and I just saw that they were talking about um, the PC factor. They keep seeming to come back to that yeah. as well. I guess it's kind of hard not to, but um, just how... And of course, you have Candace Cameron Bure, who's, oh you know, yeah, of course. I feel like exactly. she's been tempering herself more lately, though. Well, she's been so getting so much hate mail, she finally, <laughs> and she needed to. Like, <laughs> listen, we all have our beliefs, right? But not everything that comes out of your mouth can has to be about your faith or your religion. Right. It's, it just can't be. There's got to be. T- and right. everything she would talk, I don't care what you were, you could be talking about the weather, and right. it would be, she would figure out a way to work in she's her religion. It down people's throats. Oh, yeah, it felt much. like it felt like you were at actually one of those mega churches sitting in the audience in a mega church. Whenever you watch her, I, I agree. I <laughs> preaching, preaching, it's, you know. Like and Paula Ferris, who's a, who's on that panel, I love her. Uh, yeah, I love her. But she's she's got strong uh, beliefs that way. But she, you know, she talks about having I love it ministry time with her husband. So she has. No <laughs> Is tra- that what she, she calls? Yeah, it? yeah. yeah. Calls it. But, you know, and of course, you know, Candace had a breakdown. And on the show between the two of them that day, and it was like, come on, she's being real. And she was like, I'm the first one that likes to throw back some tequila. Let's do this. <laughs> but I like her. I that so it's once again not throwing a blanket on somebody, but it's again with the PC factor, and religion's a big deal with people. And I just feel like every time Candace Cameron Bure was opening her mouth, it was something about you know, the, her, the, the disciples or whatever. I mean, something about Horrible. her faith or her religion, it always would be tied back. I, they talked about um, like having work husbands at one point, and she was just like, oh, well, you know, even on an emotional level, blah. Lady, we oh, get man. it. You can, but I will give her the award for being the person who can work religion into how's the weather. I, <laughs> oh, she can have that award. And, you know, I hate when I don't want to cast aspersions upon her. I really don't. I, she's a very pretty girl. It's unfortunate. I, <laughs> and her beliefs are, it's what we say about the filter, her beliefs, but um, I have very strong faith, but it's like, I'm not going to throw that or pound that over somebody's head. It Cram it down their throat. I can't stand on. it when people if, do that to me. It makes it more of a turnoff. I it is exactly. a turnoff. It turns me off. It like makes my skin crawl. Skin's like it makes my skin crawl. It's like back off, Jack. Hey, listen, sister. I have my faith. I have my own personal relationship with God, and that's the way I want it to stay. Right. Amen. Okay, you're on Big Daddy Radio. We're having an amen moment. Amen, baby. We're having an amen moment. But I just, I mean, I saw it again. But yes, she has found a way to sort of temper back on the. Yeah, continuous. Like mm. she's still doing it, but, but I noticed the last couple of clips I'd seen on the View that I was like, oh, she's actually being a little more PC. Not to use that term again, but like, she, but she herself was finally coming around to being like, no, you're right. We need to be like all encompassing and like be, you know, just like it was kind of that attitude that I was getting I wonder, from her. I wonder if the producers had a little talk with her, sit her down, and be like, you I know, maybe so. you need a little, you know, like down up. girls just a little bit. Or Whoopi yeah. Goldberg had a talk with her, and that's. <laughs> Even worse. Well, no, well, yeah, <laughs> she'll well, get business. You know, Whoopi is the 
HBIC on that show. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, sure and the other person that's HBIC on that show is Joy Behar. People mm-hmm. don't get that. I mean, and they you can may, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. And you can tell that they both are not a big, are the hugest fans of of Candace Cameron oh, Bure. Her and Candace Cameron almost got into it the other day uh-huh. because Joy was making a comment about. Um, okay, so they here. Let me ask you guys. The they had a survey from women about women and men. And women feel like that the first person to say I love you in a relationship, if it's not the man, then it's the woman chasing the man. It's something to that effect. I'm spinning it a little bit. It's basically mm-hmm. the gist of it. I mean, so they, it was some story that a blogger had written and was saying that, you know, if, if the guy is not reciprocating at the time that you're ready, mm-hmm. then maybe you need to look for... A different partner, and I don't believe that to be true. I I think maybe people can. Sometimes there's love at first sight. Oh yeah, but, sure. I just I mean, you're talking about who says it first, though. Right. There yeah. is a such a thing. I would never tell a man I loved him first ever in a million years. It would never come out of my mouth, not once. Yeah, well, nope. I love it. That's that girl. not happening. Uh, have some kick ass. That on is the not gonna happen. Yeah. Nope. Uh, He's gonna have to come with that first. Super sorry. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> well, not sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, not sorry. Exactly. But that was actually something that was ended up coming becoming a bigger topic. And then, of course, she started to turn it in to be like, well, you know, when you have your faith, and it's, it's like they're talking about a relationship. And who said I love you first? Right. And if the man didn't say it first, then the girl should split because the guy's never going to say it. That's right. Yeah, so. <laughs> There you, well, That's I totally mean, right. Since I'm not they a woman, right. I can't speak to that. So you are the only woman today on the panel. So we're right. gonna take your word at it. I mean, I feel like in my kind of a relationship, I, I know that I, I'm, you know, me. I'm super lovey-dovey anyway. So touchy feely. But in, <laughs> yes, but especially um, verbally. So with in terms of love, I take that very seriously. So when I'm telling somebody, you know sending you love or lots of love or love and kindness or whatever. You mean it. I mean that. I don't put it where I don't mean it. So I think there's some people that just loosely put things like that on there. I don't know. But, you know, when you tell someone you love them, to me that feels like a really big commitment. Mm -hmm. Um I know I was the first person in my relationship to do it, but and then surprise, you, surprise, yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I would say that, that, but I was also very love at first sight. Right. I mean, I was very mm. smitten from the beginning, the very first meeting. So, um, anyways, I know this, he's so cute. He yes. is a cute, he's adorable. So, yes. <laughs> so, anyways, but. What about you? What are your feelings about it coming from our relationship? I mean, I I didn't leave because, and it's not he did, it's not that he didn't say I love you back immediately. It was with in a very same week or whatever. But you know, it may I would want someone to make sure they know before they go spouting it. I don't yeah. want to hear I love you one week and then the next week was like, oops, oh, I spoke I, too soon. Oh, I don't really mean that. Yeah, right. right. Or I meant I love you, but not like that. It's like, uh, hello. Yeah. Are you ta- asking me on a personal level? Yeah. Okay. So I've had in a couple different relationships, but it's been it's always different with each relationship, is, obviously. But with with Ricky, my husband, it was he's you know everyone here knows he's not a man of a lot of words. 
So I was definitely not the first person to say it. I wanted to make sure that he was yeah. the one that was really meant it. If he was going to say it, he really meant, means it. So I waited. For, he was he was actually the one that said it first. So Yeah, he doesn't okay. share his feelings with just anyone. No, he doesn't. Yeah. You know they're real when he does say it. But oh, you so did. he's guarded then. So yes. That's, yeah. that's not a bad thing. No, yeah. and you knew when he said it then. But you were, were you feeling, were you, as soon as he said it, did you say it right back? Uh, yes. So did. then you were already feeling it, but you were waiting. I that's was, and I could tell that he was already feeling it too, but I was not going to be the one to say it first. Yeah. Amen. I would never mean to. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things you're opening up your heart so to get stomped on, and that's right. one thing i got to really be careful. I don't. We've been together 14 years. I'm not worried about it, but I'm just saying it's like in relationships, in even general. with friendships, yeah. basically, right. um, that kind of stuff can happen. Go ahead. Oh, I, I just was going to say I have a very similar experience uh, as th- that Michael has because I was certainly not going to say it first, but I knew. <laughs> I was just, I was kind of waiting too because I knew. You're like, I've got him whipped. <laughs> Basically. I was just <laughs> right? waiting. Yeah, I was just I waiting. Mean, whipped so, and wrapped. Right. But so stepping back from that, so you would not say, even if you felt that you were in love, you would not say it because you, is it protecting yourself? It, I think it is protecting myself. I think even more so now that I've been married and divorced. Um, Hallelujah. That I think. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you had to go through a divorce, but don't, that's another story for another show. Don't even go there. Yeah, that's oh, right. right. Yeah. We do a bunch of shows on that. Oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, be several shows. You're oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, I think that now I'm even more guarded in the sense that. You know, I've got a couple kids, and so anybody that I would bring into my life would be brought into their life as well. Yeah, and that's so major. with that being, you know, my circumstances, I think I'm even more guarded and and a lot more careful about who I choose to spend time with. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I yeah. agree about Smart. that. I definitely Smart. agree about that. And it's one of those things where... Um, I've just always been, had my heart open. And like you said, in other relationships, I wasn't the first person, mm-hmm. but you know, Wes was coming off of a bad relationship and was just like, uh, I, I want a way, I want to make sure. And it's just like, don't you know yet? Don't you know yet? <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that, but pretty close. I gave him about every 72 hours and then I'd be, you know, I love you, right? Well, Valentine's Day is coming up, so it's the, the day for lovers. Yes, Aww. absolutely. Do some things. And it can be, you know, something relatively simple that people do. I don't know. I think that the word love is a big deal. And that's me personally. So when I'm saying it or using it, I really mean it. Agreed. And I feel like that there's people that use it and it it's sort of like respectfully yours. I'm using that like from a synonym, like a synonym. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They're using love and respectfully. Mm-hmm. That's not how I mean it. When I say love you or lots of love for you or lots of happiness for you, that's coming from my heart. Otherwise, you just get whatever the comment is. Period. Right. So I, I would love to see more like real genuine behavior from people like that. But well, yeah, like when you get sometimes when you get texts from people that are friends or maybe acquaintances acquaintances that you've talked to a few times and they text you and they say love you but they spell or love you and they spell it L U V then Y A love ya. Yeah, like you know that's like a that's obviously yeah that's how you you know to, they're not professing they're their, not their professing love for you. Love. Yeah, and they're not necessarily meaning it. It's just sort of like hey, well, see you later. That's the other thing is there's a lot of different types 
types of love and a lot of, of different levels of, of those types of love. So it's right. It's not you know there's not one equation for that. Well, right. No, but I'm talking about feeling. just like in general, like a general friendship love. Like sure, you know, yeah, and then all yeah. the emojis no, yeah, too, just, all oh, the oh, love yeah, emojis, yeah, yeah. all the blowing of the kisses, and the you know right. the, yeah. all exactly. of that. So I agree. I think it's that's no, along those same totally. lines. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, love is a powerful word, and I don't want our society to trample on it anymore. <laughs> I, it, it's a powerful world word, and it's a powerful word in this world, and it really should mean a lot. I mean, when you say that to somebody, and I don't, friendship, your relationship, whatever, to me personally, I think that like you better be meaning what you're saying. I yeah. just don't throw that out there. I just think that, because I know emotionally how I would feel if somebody was just saying it to say it. And I agree with you about when someone will put like L-U-V-Y-A, like exclamation point or whatever. Kind of bugs me, I don't know. That's just, yeah, I'm not in seventh grade, but anyway. So (laughs) on that note, we are on Big Daddy Radio here talking all about love early. When we come back, we are gonna talk about the legendary David Bowie. You're on ESPN 1700, Big Daddy Radio. Radio, 1700 AM, ESPN 1700, Big Daddy Radio is the hour every Wednesday at 2 o'clock that you're here with us. Brian, I just want to say, don't you wish that the listeners could actually hear what we're saying I was during just, the breaks? Uh, we're working on it. I was just going to say, we so, might, we should film it. Well, we are. We are. We're talking <laughs> yeah. about live streaming, so, yeah. but, and, you know. No, we've got to promise that if we do that, we don't change behaviors. We yeah, because the the breaks are we are pretty salacious. Uncensored. Yeah, it's almost satellite ass. Right. I do want to um, talk about the passing of David Bowie. I think that as being on the radio, just us having you know the privilege of having the show every week. Um, it would be bad form of us not to pay tribute to David Bowie, regardless, you know, where you fall in terms of a fan or et cetera. Right. I mean, he was a huge influencing factor on our culture, especially our culture now. Um, people our age and younger, people just don't realize how much, how much David Bowie really contributed. It, it, unbelievable. I, I mean, he's just, he was magical. He was a, a creative genius. He was a creative genius. Unbelievable. And that word's overused, but there's, I mean, I can't think of a better one. But it's so appropriate. It is so appropriate. Sometimes overused words, just it just makes sense. You know what I mean? I just he was a, he's a creative genius. I, I was a little shocked. I, I agree. I think stars need their privacy. I don't. There of course were news reports that you know why didn't the family give more information sooner so that this wasn't so shocking? Well, it's like hello. Would you? That's a very he private wanted to tragedy. die in peace, right? The, you right. know, in private. And but the the way that he left and the video that he left and that album that he left is ama- I mean, have, have you seen yeah. the video? I mean, it's not Lazarus. I mean, it's crazy. It it's a, you have to watch it. I mean, it's kind of eerie and a little bit creepy. I think, um, and a creepy is not really the right word, but it it was so. I mean, it it was like a, it was his farewell. I mean, the first word, the first lines of the song are. I'm here. I'm up in heaven or something. I, I'm trying to remember what exactly they are now, but it, it it's amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, you you obviously were very moved by the whole Look thing. up here, I'm in heaven is what it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm it's very heavy. moved. Well, I was, I think part of why I was so moved, and it's really, I'm kind of in a funk over it, actually. I've been listening to his music all week, and um, it was because it was so shocking. I mean, not unlike... Princess Diana and Michael Jackson and yes, David Bowie. I mean, yep. when all of those people left us, it really, I was really sad. And, you know, I don't you know these people personally, but they were so influential. I, I agree. I think yeah. it's just like how the Whitney Houstons, Michael Jackson, yeah. I mean, those <clears throat> just amazing creative geniuses, <clears throat> amazing vocalists, just amazing talents. They just didn't really, you know, they were just cut off so far way before their time. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And regardless of circumstance. But, you know, David Bowie, you know, he was there on the forefront when the Beatles were coming on. And, I mean, he just really, once he got, found his place and his niche. I just remember as a kid that, you know, my parents would be like, don't watch that. I mean, and my parents were right. super easy. They were so easy. But it was one of those things where it was a little gender bending and just, I don't know. But yeah. I, I was young at the time, and maybe my mom thought it was too much. I just remember that one, just one instance in particular. Well, and probably the same thing with maybe with when she was a, a younger girl, when when talking about when Elvis Presley was moving their hips and they wouldn't show it on TV. It's yeah, kind of right. the next, you know. And the Beatles' the hair was too long. Right, you know, right. There's always something. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Madonna in a wedding dress rolling on the stage. I mean, there's oh, I always something. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a huge drama. I right. never got that. Wasn't that yeah. the Like a Virgin? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a Virgin. At the no. first MTV yeah. VMAs, I think. Yeah. And then she did it on the for her first tour every time, and every city would go crazy. It was like yeah. she's in a wedding dress rolling on the floor. It, yes, it was meant to provoke. Yes, she's not throwing up her arms to marriage. Although, anyways, that's another comment. But, Let's talk about David Bowie. Well, I was just going to say. Well, speaking on that level, it's like I mean, even how wonderful Madonna is as, as a performer she was also in, very influenced by David Bowie as well I mean, you know, so that's to show you know how great he I was I mean she tweeted out um, the lyrics from Rebel Rebel I Hot Tramp I Love You So yeah, yeah. I mean I like just a, really the big players it's a, that are would, uh, impacting us now culturally yeah um, were are very much influenced by David Bowie. Yeah, Michael Jackson, another one. Right, you know? right. It's crazy when you stop to think. I mean, his his reach was far, and he was really one of the first people to, you know, kind of you know bring in the gender bending thing, and mm -hmm. um, he just did a lot of really cool things. Yeah, he didn't know. He said, I, I saw an interview with him, and it, you know, because they're playing all these things now, that he didn't know if he was homosexual or if he was bisexual or if he was heterosexual. He just he didn't know. Right, and it. I don't think he ever really knew. I mean, I know that he was been married to Iman for 25 years. Right. Um, but I, he, you know. It is what it is. It is what, so what? Yeah, exactly. no, seriously. Well, and more people should take a cue from that, you yeah. know, like explore a little bit. Don't just be rigid. Yeah. All the time. He was way above his time for sure. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Always. Definitely. <laughs> I am um, the, 
I was talking about the one thing that always sticks out of my mind about him is that and I just don't, you know, major Tom to ground control. Yeah. Because I just know in fifth grade, the my teacher, whenever we would do, it would always have that song playing. It was just like ingrained in my head since fifth grade. Hmm. I just don't have the exact name of it. I apologize. But anyone who's a David Bowie fan certainly would know what song it is. Oh, sure. But, you know, I think him... These people that leave such a profound imprint on us, really, I mean, would it have been better? You know, he wanted to die in peace, and I understand that. I understand suffering with medical issues is something you probably don't want spread around in mass. Could you imagine the barrage of people uh, outside of his home and and just talking about it constantly online? When is he going to die? I mean, of course, he was very smart to do it the way he did. He released his album two days before his, his, you know, pending his imminent death. He he planned it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that part I thought was... You Pretty know, interesting. It, like you said, it's eerie, but it's genius. Yes. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it was an artist in death. Right. I mean, right. he left this earth with one last, you know, masterpiece right. for his fans. And, Which is number one right now on yeah, Billboard. Yeah. yeah, of course. You know, when someone, it, it's just, it, it's just one of those things. You yeah. just got to take, and I agree with you. It's like, it's not everybody needs I think you need your support network which mm-hmm. would be your family or friends or whatever you're going through but you certainly don't need everybody in your business mm-hmm. and certainly once you do open that door then it's like stories get twisted or it's like well dying is such a private private thing mm-hmm. and it's and, and it's should something be. that we're all well I shouldn't say all it's something that it, most people I know are very afraid of now there's a lot of people that will say they're not afraid. They have a strong belief. I have a strong belief, but I, I it's I think it's still a scary thing. And Absolutely, I think, I agree. And with I've you. looked yes. at some pretty scary propositions right in the face in the last 12 months or 14 months. So I get it. You know, I do from on a personal basis. Mm-hmm. Very easily, there could have been bad ratification. So I don't know. I, I I think having been through what I have been before I'd recovered, it gave me a very different outlook on how I want to handle my medical stuff whatever it is it's like I don't necessarily want everybody to know because then the next thing you know it's like oh yeah he's sick he's not working when you're sitting there busting tail not feeling well as it is but you know you're hammering or just people just get the wrong plus it's like you said it's just so highly private yeah death itself is highly private and going through any major medical stuff really you only want really the closest people to you to know because exactly. other people make all kinds of wrong assumptions and, and right and, and are judgmental. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. much so. What do you, I mean? How, what are your feelings about it? I'm curious about my own personal like yeah. how I would handle a situation. <sighs> I have no idea. I'm terrified of death at this point. I, I mean, I'm saying I want to live <laughs> a full life, terrifying. but I really don't know how I would handle that. Honestly, I can't answer that. How it's I would be at that moment? Yeah, answer. yeah. I, I, mean, I don't even think I'd have a solid answer for it. No, I, I just know it's terrifying. I would definitely want all my family around me, and I would definitely not want other people knowing about it that they're not necessarily a, an influence on my life. You know, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. What about you, Drew? I. Um, yeah, I think he made the right decision in terms of David Bowie. I think he made the right decision, and I think I would probably do the same thing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think not that I'm, not, I'm obviously not a public figure, but just on a personal level, I would, you know, it just makes more sense. Like, why, why do you want just everybody knowing about it? And like you guys 
are all saying making wrong assumptions, being judgmental, well, well, not knowing all the Particularly when you're ill details. like that, because I've I've watched people that are close to me actually, you know, die of cancer, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's really grueling. It yeah. is grueling. It's and you know it's not an easy thing for people to watch right. somebody go through all of to go to go through dying of that disease, and so <clears throat> I think that. You don't. You, you would not want, uh, you know, just any old friend there. It's people right. who you're the most comfortable with that yeah. you're. I you mean, know, especially not to be a big downer, but if you're passing or you're in the position of passing, or you, you know, you, you, I can see where like I would have probably made my peace with everybody that I wanted to that was important to me, but then. The people that are like biblical, like family to me, are the right. people that I would want want there near me. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know just from going through one surgery several years ago, well, two thousand December two thousand twelve, and then resulting problems afterwards, and then I sort of shifted back before something else happened. But people were assuming all kinds of things that there were terminal things going on, and it was more than what I was letting on, and it was really a nobody's business. But those are the kind of judgments that come up. Yeah, right. And they're basing that on the way you look and weight and being frail, and just it's horrible. I could tell you the texts that I would get from people that would see photos on Facebook or whatever. It'd be like. Oh, I haven't talked to you in like 35 or 40 years. Don't text me something saying like, you look frail. Are you okay? I mean, in other words, it's like, you look like you're ready to fall over. Are you going to? <laughs> Why don't you just cut it to the chase and let us know? Oh right? my god! I mean, it's ridiculous. So yeah. anyways, <laughs> I think it's a very per- personal, private right. thing. I want to pay again homage to David Bowie and mm-hmm. all that he left on our culture, both musically, fashion, just his imprint will be forever felt and you know like some of our biggest artists like you said like Madonna even Lady Gaga even the you know the young ones today had there not been a David Bowie a lot of the kind of like performance art and just just certain ways that things are done wouldn't be happening it Mm -hmm. wouldn't be it'd be a very different proposition so God bless him God bless his family you know Mm -hmm. Iman I, I just she she's to me just a very classy. Oh, when, she's wonderful, amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Do you agree? Amazing. So like, gorgeous. You know, her heart's got to be broken. Yeah. Regardless how much you know, no matter you've been through it, I've been through it. Anyone passing, even though you know it's going to happen, and until it happens, it's ripping your heart out the whole time. But when you're, it happens, you're really literally like sitting there waiting for them to take their last breath, and you think that this may be the last one, and right. then they oh, take another one. I mean, if you've it's awful. Yes. Yeah. So, on a happy note. <laughs> hey, on a happy thank note. Thank you for being on Big Daddy right did, now. Did you guys, who's got a Powerball ticket? Let's win. Oh, oh, it's going tonight's the drawing. Right what a, yeah, it's crazy. It's going to be interesting. If you don't have a Powerball ticket, you definitely need to get out there and get one. It's it's over like $1.5 billion. $1.5 Yeah, $1.5 That's Is that the record? 
Yeah, yes. I would have to oh, say. Yeah. 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 It's the Amazing. fluke that it already, happened. It had already broken the record a while ago, didn't it? Yeah, and huh. just so people know, they issued, statistically speaking, the winners of Powerballs are p- Powerballs. <laughs> Lower hand Powerballs. No, I'm kidding. The people that win the Powerball uh, are usually the people that do 70, 80% of them are quick pick users, not people that pick their own numbers. Oh, good. I'm what? not telling you what picks. to do, but I'm telling you empirically what the data is. Interesting. Okay, folks. Big Daddy Radio, we love you. Michelle, we'll see you next week. Okay. Drew, we'll see you next week. And the lovely, infamous Michael Bayana, our things, all things social media. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yes. All right. This is Brian Garrett, your host, signing off. We'll see Rip, David Bowie, and all of you. Have a really great, uplifting week. And then we love you.